I'm the homie Quan, and as always, I'm joined by my employed brothers, Jay Cooley. Hey, what's good? <laughs> my other, <laughs> my other employed brother, Sylvan LeCue. What it is, man? I'm employed and very happy. Oh yeah, you even got benefits. Let's get it. Yo, so I say employed because um, somebody got fired on their day off. <laughs> was it Craig yeah, no, or was it Day Day? Hey, it was Craig and Day Day. Um, <laughs> might be, might be Gable Stevenson. We don't know what's going on with that. Oh, but uh, somebody else got fired on their day off. Um, what's his name? Um, <laughs> CM Punk. CM Punk. CM Punk. Tony Khan did what we thought he wouldn't do. He fired CM Punk. Got CM Punk out of here. Fellas, are we excited about this or what? Um, I just want to say, last uh, week I said, <laughs> last week I, you know, I clearly, I vividly remember saying, CM Punk needs to go. He got to get fired. Like, dude is, he's spazzing out. I was wrong. Oh, I was whoa, wrong. That was quick. Hey, yo. <laughs> That was quick. You know the what? The way those numbers changed for AEW. Oh my God. It's ugly. It's nasty work, y'all. It's nasty work. I don't know what's going on. They're struggling with these numbers. Was was CM Punk their their, their God sent from above? Like hey. I'm I'm confused what's going on here. Was that the wrong move? You know what? I, I'm conflicted. To be honest, a lot Yikes. of the rest of the world, we were on this fire CM Punk train. Nice. Like low key because we didn't expect that to like be a reality, but now that reality is setting in, it's like yo, <laughs> CM Punk really got fired. <laughs> CM Punk really got fired, and the leader are about to skate. The leader are not about to face any repercussions for anything they've done. These are the EVPs that attacked the man in his locker room, and they about to skate. Meanwhile, yeah. CM Punk is he working at UPS. <laughs> I heard UPS making a lot of money, by the way. So yeah, you know, forty nine an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. forty nine an hour. Over hundred grand a year. Yeah, hey, man. CM Punk, man. But yeah, it's looking crazy. But before we get into all that, let's just talk about payback just for a little bit. It, it was a big weekend. Payback was fire. New tag fire. champions. What y'all think mm-hmm. of the show? Because Dave Meltzer ain't seem to like it. Oh, what did Ooh. Dave say, man? Dave what did Meltzer, he say? He said, <laughs> first he off, say? he gave L.A. Knight. In the Miz, two stars. Two. 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 Talk to me. Look, look at man. Feel it. You know how I feel about LA Night in Ring. Mid. P Midi. Hey. Midi sent. You know, just mid. But I will say he did his thing against the Miz. I like I like the match. So I don't know what Dave is on. I don't know what he's smoking on. But I feel like it was a I'll give it a four out of five, you know. Actually, I'm not giving it no stars because I don't like rating matches. I, it's, it was a good match. <laughs> it was a good match. All right, it was a good match. <laughs> Period. So look, man, I boy. don't care about I don't care about Dave Meltzer. Look, Dave Meltzer, I don't care about you, bro. But was this a good match though? Let's be honest. Was it a good match? <laughs> it was solid. It was a solid match. It okay. wasn't extraordinary. It was it's not extraordinary. It wasn't like wow, was this is such an amazing match. But it's not a terrible match. It was it was a solid match. Like I give it a three. Out of, I give it a three out of five. Like, Dave, you want to give it a two? I don't care, bro. I don't care about your ratings, bro. But 
you know, I give it a solid three out of five, maybe a three point five at best um, out of right. five. I thought for both of them, it was a really good match, and I th- I thought the chemistry is really, it's actually really dope. It's just that you know they're very safe. They're both very safe wrestlers. Like it's like yeah. you put two safe guys in the ring, and that's what you're gonna get. But I will say, I didn't expect, I didn't expect payback to go so crazy. Payback crazy. went way kind of crazy. You know, it's, it's a, it is a it is a bottom tier PPL. I didn't expect I didn't expect uh, Trish crazy. and Becky to give us. Dare they I say a classic? Up. They tore it up. They dare I yeah. say a classic? A classic. Yeah. You know what? You know what's funny though. AEW had a pay-per-view the same weekend, and it seems like nobody really paid attention to it because, you know, this this the CM Punk dark cloud kind of just overshadowed that whole yeah. thing per usual. Per usual. Yeah. I said it, man. Optics. I said it was optics from the beginning. I said that Wembley Stadium show mm. is an optics win, baby. Once once the, once the smoke and mirrors is clear, we're going to see what's really going on, and we're seeing it. We're seeing the truth. I, we're seeing what's really but, happening. But is it only because CM Punk was hurt? No, not at all. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's deep dive this. Let's deep dive this. Because um, let's be honest. Now that emotions have died down and we're able to have a level head about this situation, I got I, I, I to gotta tell the truth, my brothers. <laughs> I'm nervous. Your boy is nervous for what firing CM Punk might mean for AEW. Because let's, let's, let's keep it a buck. Collision is cooked. Collision is completely cooked. Without CM Punk, it was already struggling to gain viewers. Without Punk, Collision is deep fried, flame broiled, cooked. We saw the numbers. People watched, and then as soon as Tony Khan announced that CM Punk had been terminated, it's like half the audience disappeared. 300,000 viewers? 300,000 for a wrestling show? It's time to it come clean, same, man. It was the same one. It was the same on the same day as you know, as payback. So college you know. football and payback, but still yeah. three hundred thousand with no. Yeah, that is wild. Let's just let's just keep it a buck. AEW <clears throat> has a huge problem with presentation. A huge problem. They don't present their wrestlers as big enough stars. They don't present their moments as important. Their big moments as important. They don't present. Big matches the way that big matches should be presented. I can give you the perfect example. I was watching Dynamite the other week, and John Moxley opened the show wrestling a competitive one-on-one match with Commander. Let me say that again. John Moxley opened the show wrestling a competitive one-on-one match with Commander. John Moxley, three-time <laughs> AEW champion, John Moxley. Former WWE World Heavyweight Champion, John Moxley. Future Hall of Famer and biggest badass in the company, John Moxley. Open Dynamite wrestling a competitive one-on-one match with Commander. Bruh, I love, I love Commander. I think he's a pretty good luchador. Commander does not belong anywhere near John Moxley. This is like... Brock Lesnar in 2017 opening up a random Monday Night Raw in a competitive one-on-one match with Kalisto. (laughs) This is like Stone Cold Steve Austin in his prime going down to the ring and wrestling a back-and-forth competitive banger with S.A. Rios. This is bad booking. This is terrible (laughs) presentation for a star in your company. 
you don't do that. You don't book stuff like that because you don't want to give the impression that a guy like John Moxley is on the same level as a as a commander. Commander, but this is what AEW does. They don't present their stars the way they're supposed to be presented. And like, I'm I'm not saying that like it's the end of the world, but come on, we got to present a guy like John Moxley better than that. And we all agreed the one show that AEW presented correctly, the one show that built towards main event throughout the show, the one show that presented big matches the way they were supposed to, the one show that presented A-list wrestlers the way it was supposed to, was which AEW show? Collision. 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 And who was the brainchild behind Collision? Who was the mind behind Collision? Was it Philip? Say the name. Say his name. Was it, was it Philip? C.M. <laughs> Punk. CM Punk. Now, I'm not saying that CM Punk shouldn't have been fired. We all know CM Punk was out here acting the fool backstage. We all said it last week. CM Punk needed to be fired. But the problem is firing CM Punk is not going to fix the problem. Firing CM Punk, one of the best minds in this business, CM Punk, AEW is just going to revert back to what they always do. They're going to revert right back to that indie-rific presentation that they've always been doing, that same indie-rific presentation that Cody Rhodes wanted no parts of when he completely separated himself from the elite and went and did his thing and what people started to call the Cody-verse. That same indie-rific booking that William Regal wanted no parts of when he got on his hands and knees and begged AEW to release him so he can go back home to Triple H. And I get it. Some people like it. Some people love that indie-rific booking, that indie-rific style of presentation. But if AEW wants to continue to grow and reach a level that they haven't yet, a level that I believe that they can reach, they got to get rid of this indie style of booking. And I just don't think that firing a brilliant mind like CM Punk is going to fix that. So I will end this rant with this. And my bad for ranting, my brother, because I didn't plan on ranting, but I had to get this off my chest. I will end this rant with this. There's a reason why AEW was able to go overseas and sell 81,000 tickets for one show. And a week later, they're struggling to sell a 3,000-seat arena in Cincinnati, Ohio. It is what it is. Wow. But that's just me. That's just me. How y'all brothers feel about this? CM Punk is gone. How you feel something, man? Good riddance. Good riddance. (laughs) You know, and, and as far as the presentation problem with AEW, here's my thing. My overarching issue with AEW is that they believe in their product as it stands. And that's fine. That's okay. You can be a, a presentation-less company that does indie-style bookings and, and competitive matches with top-tier talent and bottom-tier rated incredible wrestlers on a random dynamite. You can do that, but it's not competitive with the top dog. You're not, it's not, this isn't WWE. This isn't, this isn't that. And that's, that's always been my problem is that these guys think that, that this is the way that, that wrestling not necessarily should be, but that can't, it's an alternative way to being the biggest product, and it's not. There are just certain ways to go about booking. There's certain ways 
to go about presentation. There's certain ways to go about making sure that your product is shown in a certain way that allows people to perceive you as top dog. Thank you. But, bec- but because you're not in that space and you want to continue to be indie mania, well, that's what you're going to get. I like AEW. I really do. I just don't think that their presentation is ever going to get to a space of WWE because that's not the heart and soul of the company. The heart and soul of the company is indie. It's it's gym wrestling. It's like it's bingo halls. You know what I mean? They're just putting it in a space that feels larger than usual. But they're not gonna they're not gonna try to push the boundaries too much. And you know why? Because that would alienate the core fan base of AEW. There are a group of people who really, really, really love what AEW has to offer. And it's not glitz, it's not glamour, it's just competitive matches, high spots, and you know, subtle storytelling from time to time. I mean, even their factions, bro. I like I look at their factions and I'm like, bro, why is everybody dressed differently? This isn't a faction. This is just a game. <laughs> everybody looks like the corporate Random ministry. Random people put together. Never noticed yeah, that. Yeah, just everybody looks like the corporate mini- the ministry of corporate ministry of darkness back in ninety seven. Like every faction looks like that. Like everyone's on their own wave. Nobody. It's no cohesion unless it's like the House of Black. There's just a presentation era. I mean, uh, there's just a presentation problem all around. But the larger problem is that they don't care. They don't care at all. They're just an indie company that's larger than the usual indie company. And that's what they're going to continue to be. And as far as Collision, I mean, hey, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Figure it out. It is what it is. You did what needed to be done. CM Punk is out of here. Good riddance. Cancer. Virus. Who needs Collision, man. I would like to see him back in WWE for a few spot dates, though. Whoa, that's whoa, just whoa. me. We'll get, we'll, get, we'll get into that later. We'll whoa, whoa, whoa. Later. Just I mean, I, I mean, I feel like the the only like their last resort is to put Daniel Bryanson in CM Punk's role for the, Collision. The Daniel Bryanson, Brian Daniel. <laughs> Damn, I always get his name confused with the. I mean, he's the Daniel, Daniel Bryan to us. He, so, we love him as Daniel Bryan, but you know, it's confusing. Brian Danielson. Name, I feel like name. I feel like they need to put him in CM Punk's position for Collision. Same promo time. You know, match time, all that, and see if the flowers can sprout. But let's I mean, real. it's 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 worth it's worth a shot. Let's Not saying real. it was gonna do Is what Danielson really CM... moving that needle like that, like CM Punk. Come on, man. Let's be honest. Yes, yes, yes. No. And I know no, no. Not at all. Not at all. And I know there's people at home asking right now, like, what's wrong with having competitive matches? What's wrong with the quality, like trying to put quality into that show. The problem is, what do these competitive matches achieve? If you're trying to reach the masses, what does this achieve? I'm sure a guy like Roman Reigns can come out on SmackDown tonight and have an incredible five-star banger with a guy from LWO. What's his, with Joaquin Wilde? I'm sure they can go in there and tear the house down. I'm sure a Brock Lesnar can go in there and tear the house down with a guy like Mustafa Ali. But what story is that telling? What does that achieve on, in the grand scheme of this whole thing? This is storytelling at the end of the day. If a guy like Roman Reigns goes in there and opens the show with a competitive back-and-forth match with Santos Escobar, you're not bringing Santos Escobar up to Roman Reigns' level. What you're doing is telling your audience at home watching that Roman Reigns is down on Santos Escobar's level. We spent so many years building this person up 
to be larger than life, to be a spectacle, why would we tear that down by putting him on the same level as a guy that's been presented as someone that's underneath him for the last five years? It just makes no sense. So, no, a guy like John Moxley should not be in there wrestling commander in competitive 15-minute matches. A guy like John Moxley is supposed to squash him in two minutes and move on to the next match. Well, well, that's it's AW. clear. It's AW clear. is all about yeah. the quality. They're all about that indie riffic. They're not star. a story. Like, come on, man. They're not a storytelling company. So I mean, at this point, we just gotta take it for what it for what it is. At the end of the day, I'm, are they gonna change? Not, Who I'm, knows? I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say they're not a storytelling company. I'm not. I'm not gonna say that. I've seen some storytelling in AEW. I've just, seen a lot they, of storytelling. But AEW. they keep running I mean, out like the real minds behind this, like William Regal. I mean, let them, let them, let them do, let them do Punk. what they want. Punk. Let them, let them do what they want. Just let them be who they are. They're just an indie company. You're, you're a large, you're a very large indie company, and that's fine. I, the people come out to see you. You guys just did eighty one thousand, the biggest, the biggest draw in wrestling history. Like, figure it out. You guys will be fine. You'll be fine. Let them do what they want, Quan. Let them be. Let them be great. No, let them. Man, let them do their this own. This man thing. Silva is being sarcastic as hell right now, y'all. Do not believe anything he says. <laughs> believe I me, bro. So much more. Believe me. Believe me. I. I. I, I want people to be happy. You know, I'm nah, happy. You just want, I, you, just right. want, you just want WWE to continue to be the big dog and AEW yeah. continue to live in their little space that they live in. That's but the space they want to live in. I see so much more for AEW. I see so much more for them. They are on the cusp <laughs> of really reaching a mainstream audience, and they keep dropping the ball with this backwards-ass indie booking. This is the same indie booking that CM Punk was referring to when he when he mentioned the EVPs are running the show like they're in Reseda. This is not Reseda anymore. This is not Pro Wrestling Guerrilla. This is not PWG. It's not Ring of Honor. It, th- this, this is not CCW. This is AEW. This is a mainstream show. This is a show that gets thousands and thousands of viewers every single week. Act like yeah. it. Book the show like it. Stop trying to appeal to the niche smallest fan base appeal to the masses because you're capable of it stop running out of all the rest they don't care stop stop running guys like william regal out of that door stop running guys like cody rhodes out of that door stop running guys like cm punk out of there you need these people you ever heard the term you don't help somebody who doesn't want to be helped they, you know, let let them just let them be who they are. It's okay. Like I've I've said it from the beginning. AEW is an alternative product. Same way Impact is an alternative product. Same way New Japan Pro Wrestling is an alternative product. You watch what you want to watch. I've always seen AEW for what they are, a very large indie style company <laughs> with competitive matches. Good. We need more alternatives. Now, are you over here doing what WWE is doing? No. Are you over there doing what New Japan Pro Wrestling is doing? No. Are you doing what Impact is doing? No. But if you're really trying to compete, then yeah, absolutely, Quan. They have to do all those things. But the problem is that they can't because they have a false belief system. They think that what they're doing is hotter than what it actually is. When really, it's just an alternative way to watch wrestling. If you really want to compete with these big dogs, then yeah, you gotta you gotta switch it up. But you won't. You won't at all. Because that means you'll really alienate the core that you have right now. Because there is a core of y'all that really don't like WWE, 
And y'all like that, you know, y'all like seeing Commander having competitive competitive matches with John Moxley. Commander. You know what I'm saying? Y'all like that. That's what y'all like. Y'all like them high flying spots and wrestling for the sake of wrestling and Canadian and seven Canadian destroyers not uh not a soul. <laughs> y'all like that. Y'all they like that stuff. Right way. Like a move but like, like Canadian it. destroyer, that's supposed to end a match. Yeah. Some people sure. don't like that stuff. AEW doesn't hey. present that as a as a way to end a match. That's you gotta take it. You gotta take it for what it is. That's like a that's like an Irish whip in AEW. You gotta take <laughs> it for they what like. it is, man. Let them be who they are. That's end. let them let them yeah. be who they are. It's take it or leave it, man. It's 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 take it or leave it. It's like I like, it's like I, I like AEW. So, but I know where I'm I, why I'm watching it. You know, I'm not gonna look at AEW and try to compare it to what WWE is doing. Like I know what they're doing. And I know what they're capable of. It's like it's like the dating world. You know, you're a, a single black man, right? You know what I'm saying? You dating. Mm. You out here. You seeing, you seeing your shorties. You know what I'm saying? Oh, she look fine. Nah, don't don't fall in love with the potential, man. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. You got to just see it for what it is. Or your ass going to be, and, you know, in a, in a hole in the maybe future. That's, you know what I'm saying? Maybe Same that's my thing. problem. Same thing, it Quan. Is. It is. Maybe fall in love problem. with what maybe. you see. With AEW. Maybe I fell in love <laughs> with what AEW could be instead of what AEW <sighs> what is. Are. And maybe that's my nah. issue. Maybe that's my issue. Come on, man. So it's a once. And last <laughs> week. Was it last week or the week before? Sylvan I think it was the week before. implied that AEW <sighs> was not competition at WWE. And I vehemently disagreed. I disagreed. But coming off that 81,000 show and seeing AEW struggle to put 3,000 3, people in one arena, I got to admit, man, AEW might not be the competition that I thought they were. It's one-sided competition. Now, like I said, I fell in love with the potential. AEW could absolutely become that if they get their act together. But until then... AEW, you're looking very alternative-ish to me, my brothers. Well, I now that we got that, that out the way. Not, I appreciate uh, that, yeah, Juan. Yeah, I really do. Yeah, that means a lot to yeah, me. I, in my heart. I'm not going to say you're right too many times. So just, I know, man. Just, I just value these right moments. Now. Take it. I, I highly <laughs> value these moments. I'm not even... Pause. I'm not even going crazy. This is a real. This is a very heartwarming moment for me. I highly appreciate the acknowledgement. It's, 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 it's just frustrating for me. Being an AEW fan, it's frustrating it's watching them fumble time and time again. It's like, come on, man, y'all right there, all right, man. Y'all right there in the, right. in the end. Y'all in the end zone. This is like fourth and inches. All you got to do is just break that goal line. Get in there. Score the touchdown, man. Why are y'all like? <laughs> it's like it's like being fourth and goal, and you. <laughs> Trying to throw the ball instead of just rushing into the end zone. It's right there. It's a layup. Take it. Take it. But with that said, I do want to open the floor for my boy Sylvan because you talked a lot about Tony Khan. I did. You talked mad bullshit about Tony Khan. Mm-hmm. You didn't believe he was capable of it. You didn't Mm-mm. think that he had big enough nuts, pause, to do this. <laughs> but Tony Khan. <laughs> He did the unthinkable, and he fired mm-hmm. CM Punk. So give Jeez. him his props. I once was blind, but now I see. I want to talk to you, Tony Khan. I, I want to talk to you. I, man, the maturation 
of Tony Khan is here, brothers. Do y'all see what I see? We are seeing it. we are seeing a businessman growing up and becoming a man in our eyes. <laughs> wow. Tony Khan, I am so proud of you. I'm so proud of the businessman that you're becoming. You are finally standing your ground. Now, granted, this should have happened a long time ago. You should have fired that man as soon as that media scrum happened. But it is what it is. It's never too late to do the right thing. And Tony Khan, you didn't even give it a week. You didn't even give it a week. You said, you know what? You're out of here, punk. You're gone. Terminate. I don't care where you go. And that's how you do it, Tony. You take the hard losses for the team. You make the right decisions for the people around you. That's what leadership is. You don't keep people around just because they bring in a few extra bucks, a few extra listen, uh, listeners or viewers because they sell a lot, a little bit of merch. You know what Vince McMahon did with Bray Wyatt? God rest in, you know, God rest his soul. When he was the highest selling merch person, for some reason, he said, let me get him out of here. And we all were like, why? For what? For what? Why? And this guy wasn't even problematic. But for some reason, he thought in business, this is what I have to do. I have to make the hard decisions that may seem wrong to everyone for the betterment of the company. And you did that, Tony Khan. You did what needed to be done. CM Punk is a cancer. He's a virus. Now, I do want to see him at a few spot dates in WWE. That's just the selfish person in I and me. That's the selfishness in me. That's the selfishness in me. I want to see a few matches. But you did the right thing. Here's the thing, Tony Khan. I want to express gratitude and compassion to you. Because in the last episode, I didn't think you had it in you, man. I thought you were going to sit there with your ball in your hand. And you're going to let them bully you around. But you stood up for yourself. You said, you know what? Bully? Enough is enough. I've given you your own show. I've watched you botch time and time again. I watched you fumble three championship reigns. You're out of here. That's how you do it. Now, granted, you are in for the worst time of your life. You are in for the worst time of your life, Tony Khan. It's not going to be pretty. You got about five or six years of struggle. Your ratings are going to struggle. Your show is going to struggle. You're, I don't know who you're going to get to fill those shoes. It's going to be tough. But you got to understand that this is called business, baby. You came in with a boom. Five years. Think about the first five years post-WrestleMania for WWE. It was a boom. Five years of just straight, we in here. And then the product got a little stale. And then they had another six or seven years that they had to figure out. They had to go through the new generation era. Everybody loves to glorify the new generation era. But it wasn't the most profitable. It was really tough. At all. WCW was out yeah. here whooping, whooping tail. Destroying them. Destroying. Yeah. And that's what's going to happen to you. You are going to struggle. You have a bunch of top-tier talent that are in the later parts of their career. You have a lot of young talent that aren't really ready yet. You have no in-betweens. It's going to be tough for you. But you're doing what's right. You're doing what's right, and you're taking the loss, and you're taking the hit, because that's not only what's fair to you as a businessman, but what's fair to you and your wrestlers in the back of that locker room. Because quite honestly, despite if CM Punk was right or wrong, he still didn't exemplify himself with the leadership that he was given by you. And so you have to eat that L. 
That's called leadership, baby. You take the L when nobody else can take it. When something when something happens and you don't know why it happened, it's your fault. When CM Punk starts wilding out, it's your fault. When you hire EVPs that wild out on your behalf and attack one of your prime superstars, that's your fault. You take wow, it on the chin, wow, bro. That's crazy. You take it on the chin and you keep it pushing because you are at the forefront. You cut the checks. You say what happens and what doesn't happen. And you have done the unthinkable. You have matured as a businessman. Welcome to the wrestling business. You are in for the worst five to six years of your life. But God willingly, it'll get better. And you'll come back even stronger than ever. And you'll make new stars. And you'll go through the dirt. And you'll empower the people that are in your company. And you'll figure out booking. And you'll make more tough decisions. But as far as I'm concerned, you did right. It's going to be a sacrifice, but you'll get through this. So I want to extend I want to extend my true appreciation for you, Tony Khan. I am seeing the leader that I've always wanted to see in you. And that's my TED Talk. That's facts. Coley, you agree with this? Amazing. Amazing. Do you think, you think TK did the right thing? From a business standpoint, no. <laughs> Obviously, but from a <laughs> I like <laughs> but just on, on some on, on, as a man, as a man. as a man, of course. I mean, of course, he did the right thing. I mean, you know, but business, no. Oh my gosh! But Quan, you said it. You said it best last last week um, with your Laker analogy. You know, you got to get rid of somebody, and Shaq was the one to go. Now the Lakers struggled. They they went through some tough times Man. after after that. Like what? It mm-hmm. took like six, seven years to get another championship. So yeah, now we, fan, we Laker fans, so we had to yeah. watch Chris Mim and Smush Parker. We <laughs> had to watch Mim. that. <laughs> Slava Chris Mim? Oh my we god. We had to watch that. Mm. For yeah, six so years. It, we had to watch that. It was tough. So now Tony Khan is in the process of finding his Paul Gasol. At the end of the day. He needs his Paul Gasol, and I don't know who that wrestler is going to be, because hey. you know, you know who it should be. You know who it should be, his I Kobe. Know who gonna say who, what I'm gonna say is, who are you gonna say? It should be Velveteen. <laughs> crazy, you bugging. Hey, bro, if they brought back Velveteen, that would be hey, insane. I'm oh sorry, goodness. bro. Listen, Velveteen Dream. Quan pointed on, out this wrestler to me. I had no idea about this guy. I just did a deep dive recently. Oh my he gosh, incredible. he, he was, was incredible. He was the one. But he was the one. Maybe, maybe he can be the Paul Gasol. You know, I, I don't know. But it's gonna be tough. So, it's gonna be tough for AEW. So we all know who uh, who AEW's ace is right now. Who their Kobe is per se. That's Kenny Omega. Yeah, AEW's been always. building around Kenny Omega from day one. But as far as finding that Paul Gasol, oh. I think maybe maybe they found her. Her. Oh, I know you're gonna say it's Mercedes. Uh, Mercedes. Yeah, Mercedes. Maybe it's Mercedes. Don't we don't know how I don't know. This run with Mercedes will go once she finally makes her debut, but maybe maybe this is it for them. I mean, mm. from what I've heard, Mercedes is not signing directly to AEW, but she might do some spots over there. But I mean, look, with CM Punk out the paint, that's a lot of money on the books. So I'm yeah. sure they got a lot of bread they can offer Mercedes to stay around permanently. And maybe maybe she's the one. Can a, I, 
I don't know you think, if you Mercedes. Think, oh, what are you gonna say, Cooley? He said, "He said, what's up, man? What about Mercedes? I don't think Mercedes Monet is gonna be sticking around in AEW. I think she's gonna be moving mm-hmm. and grouping. That's just how I feel." I, I think the important mean, question is because can, can a woman really carry a professional wrestling company? Um, Mercedes Monet can. I'll say that. You think so? That's just I, I think so. I think Mercedes Monet is a superstar. Um, I think she is arguably on AEW the biggest star on that roster, um, by far, in my opinion. Once she signs, um, we don't know. Yeah, she, yeah. If she if yeah. she were to sign and have like a real run, Mercedes Monet could could easily you know lead AEW in my opinion like I just feel like like it's she's a she's a huge superstar um but you know I mean I don't I don't know what the I don't know what to tell AEW honestly because like give outside of Mercedes who else is there give it to Jack Perry like Drew, Drew I don't know bro. Back. <laughs> give it to Jack Perry like Drew McIntyre there's a did you say Jack Perry come on man you're trying to be Jack Perry man. look Jack I'm just Perry. saying man might as well you might you might as well capitalize off some real heat. You know he ain't getting fired. You know he the one who Jack uh, Perry CM Punk out of here. He just, you he better just count just your blessings, it. Jack Perry, because you deserve <laughs> to be working at McDonald's right now. Because without you doing that dumb spot on a real glass window, which let's be honest, you should never be messing around with real glass. Do you know how dangerous that is? Like I understand yeah, that I'm dangerous. not a wrestler. I'm just a guy sitting on my couch, but. Doing spots with real glass is so unnecessary. If it's fake glass, I'm not going to react differently. I'm still going to be like, oh, he just slammed him on glass. So, like, that was so unnecessary. So, you should be fired just for doing that in the first place. The fact that you went and took a shot at CM Punk in that moment on camera, I was, come on, man. That What are we doing here? You deserve to be exactly where CM Punk is at. You deserve to be at home. You deserve to be flipping burgers at Burger King. That's That was nuts. That but, was nuts. As far as who else is out there, like I, besides Mercedes, she's like the biggest free agent. Who else is available? Edge. They gotta build their stars. Mm. They can't heal. Look, Tony Khan can't hide or go away from the real work, and that's what we're witnessing here. At some point, you're gonna have to dig deep into your soul and into your roster and figure out who's gonna be your next superstar. You got a lot of young guys. You're gonna have to empower somebody and push them and and take a chance. It's just life. Like, you have too many people who are already past their prime. And you have too many young people that haven't gotten enough investment. You got to figure it out, bro. You got a whole roster of wrestlers that you can empower and make hot. And if you don't, if you don't believe in them, then you need to start cutting somebody. Go do the hard work. Do the hard work. And not... Sheesh. Look, the next era... the. Ne- the next era for AEW right now is the reality era. The reality that you guys aren't the hottest product out right now. You're not. And you got to figure out how to get hot. You got to figure it out, baby. This ain't five years ago. You know what I'm saying? Times have changed. The product on the other side is hot now. So you can't rely on your old marketing tactics. You have entered into the reality era AEW, it's time for y'all to dig deep and figure out what's going to make y'all hot again. It's no different than your favorite rapper dropping a dud album after dropping three hot ones and figuring out what's going, what's next. It's no different than Chance the Rapper dropping right, the on, big man. day 
Come and on. Big, and now it's like, yo, we got to figure it out. What's next? Why we got to throw strays at Chance, my brother? Love Chance. Yo. I think Chance is nah, nah, great. Nah, 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 but he knows nah, nah. what time it is, too. He had a dud yo, album. Like, and now Chance got to figure it out. Chicago. It's no different. I'll take it to New York. It's no different. It's no different than when Hove, when Hove was coming back to back to back with albums, and though they were successful, Blue, uh, the Volume Two, the Dynasty album, and Life of Times of Sean Carter, they were good albums, but they weren't classics. And we were looking at Hove like, That's yo, true. I, yeah, you yeah. know, and what did he do? He dug in deep and gave us the blueprint. Right. You gotta, you gotta the figure blueprint. it out, bro. We all go through slumps. We all go through situations where things don't go our time. Everybody deals with it. Dig in deep and figure it out. I think I think the biggest thing for AEW to do is what they don't want to do, which is be more WWE like. You know? Um be more PG. Um less ECW ish. But I feel like that's risk because their fan base likes that kind of stuff. So I don't know. They they're they're in a hard position right now, uh, honestly. Right. It's pretty tough. So I, I don't know. I would I would never say be more like WWE because then at that point you're not even an alternative. You're just a, a yeah. smaller as, version of WWE. As far as the you know the stuff in ring like the blood and the, no, um, I, I see what know. I get what you're saying. You're basically telling them to clean it up a little bit, which I do agree with. Clean it up, get some storylines going. See now 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 we talking. I the most important thing for AEW right now to me would to be to hire real writers. Go get Hollywood writers the same way WWE did. Or maybe go get like a, a Scott Demore over from Impact or something because we can't have Tony Khan in the writer's room. Tony Khan is not a wrestling booker. No matter how much he tries to cosplay as one, Tony Khan is just a millionaire who got who got rich from his father and started a wrestling company with some wrestlers that he liked. He's not a booker. So he has to get stop trying to do creative. You're this is not this is not where you shine. Get out of that writer's room and bring in some actual Hollywood writers that can write riveting TV that keeps people invested for longer than five minutes. Stop trying to appeal to the niche fans that already watch the show. Start trying to grab people that don't watch the show. Start trying to grab casual viewers because casual viewers exist. A casual viewer is someone that might tune into your show, but don't tune into your show often. Someone that might flip on the show watch it a Wednesday, and then don't tune back in for two, three months. You got to put something on that show that's going to get them to watch and go, you know what? That was actually insane. I need to tap back in next week. And then they come back next week and they say, you know what? I got to come back the next week. Turn that casual viewer into a regular viewer. Until then, you're going to be stuck on a treadmill running in the same spot, and these ratings are going to keep staying stagnant and dipping. That's just Yikes. a fact. Do you, got, do you guys think that is smart for Mercedes to do spot dates or she needs that, that full, you know, that full run because is that spot enough? Dates. Just spot doing spot dates. dates. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, if I was Mercedes Monet, I would continue being Mercedes Monet and just dipping and dapping and going from place to place. She's a huge right. star. Mm. I wouldn't commit myself to any type of long-term contract. Um, I would just do spot dates, keep it pushing, and keep solidifying yourself in your own way. And then when you're ready to come back home, because we all know what this is, you, you'll come back home. So that's how I look at it. <laughs> I love how everybody just expects Mercedes to pop back She's up. She's going to go back. She is. Like, everyone She's just tired. Needs, I don't know, man. I don't She's know. With back. Vince McMahon back in the fold, she might not ever come back around. Yeah, she'll, she'll come back. 
she got to come, come back, back, man. They right. all come now, back. Now, look, now that we've addressed the AEW side of this, let's talk about the elephant in the room. Let's talk about what everybody wants to know, because we all see the rumors online. We see the mutual interest that might be there. We see one side is interested and one side already had plans for last year, just in case things went a little different. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Now, Impact? Look, <laughs> I hate you, Cooley. <laughs> I hate you, Cooley. <laughs> Listen to me. Triple H, Paul Levesque, Hunter Hearst Helmsley, whatever you want me to call you, listen to me and listen to me clear. I know you see him. I know you see him out there just dangling, waiting for you to grab him. Pause. Pause. Dangling like the forbidden fruit from the tree in the Garden of Eden. Triple H. Do not do it. (laughs) Triple H, Vince McMahon, John Laronitis, Nick Khan, whoever's in charge of WWE right now. You see him. You see him. He's putting out fillers. He wants to come back. Don't do it. Do not rehire CM Punk. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. WWE had their best business this this year. WWE's ratings are up. WWE is, is selling out arenas all around the world. Attendance is up. The locker room morale is the highest it's been in, like, what, two decades? WWE's on fire right now. Did you not see how it ended the first time when, when CM Punk was in WWE? And then he came, he returned after 10 years off to AEW. He cut a, oh, I'm happy to be here. This is real professional wrestling. He said all that. He lied to the fans in the middle of that ring. And then he got fired. We saw how it ended in AEW. CM Punk is a cancer. Triple H, I'm telling you right now, <laughs> no matter how badly you want, because I know it's like, it's like a girl with a big booty. You want that. You see it and you want it. You want it so bad. Triple H, don't do it. Stay away. You do not want CM Punk in that locker room. You don't. You do not want CM Punk in that locker room. Keep him far, far away from WWE. Do not bring him back. Man, if Quan is saying that and that's his favorite wrestler, that's how you know. It's nasty work. <laughs> That's wild. Don't do it. Don't do look, it. Look, 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 uh, Paul, um, the game, um, the cerebral assassin. Um, get him like six to seven spot dates. No. Get get him against some of the biggest stars in, in the company. Let him rock. It's good business. Don't give him like a full contract where he has to be in the locker room fighting two, three years, 365 days, you know, hustling, I mean, uh, wrestling every every uh, every other day or every other Raw or whatnot. Yeah, get him some spot dates. You know why you should get him some spot dates? Because it's good business. You can control that. You can't control him being they, on that roster. Can you, can't, you can't control him being on a roster full-time, but you can control somebody being on there part-time. It's good business. I, I think CM Punk has proven time and time again that he's uncontrollable. He also needs There's to lose no control every time. CM Punk. So if he's not losing every time, then There's I no control in CM Punk. Do not bring him back. Like, look, I know everybody likes to spin the block. I'm a spin. I'm a, I'm a habitual block spinner. Sometimes oh, I break sick. up with girls just so I can you're get back sick. with them because I love to spin the block. This is just what we oh, do. No. I'm telling you right now, it always ends the same way it ended the first time. It's never worth it. It's never worth it. Triple H. Cerebral assassin. 
You're going to cerebrally assassinate yourself if you bring CM Punk back into this locker room. Don't do it. But I will say, if CM Punk does return, we all going to watch it. <laughs> I can't hold you. We're going to be Good definitely tapped <laughs> Look at man. Business. I I I don't I don't condone spinning the block. You know, I'm a Virgo. Once I'm done, I'm done. But that's cap. I know Cooley, I know you. I know you. When I spin the block? Oh, I did spin the block. God <laughs> damn. Here and lie to all y'all out there. Yeah, that boy, hey, look, we all be listen, spinning. I, I, we I don't know what that means, we but listen. Spinner. <laughs> I wouldn't be mad at a CM Punk little, you know. Good business. I wouldn't be mad. It's, it's, it's good w- business. Yeah. If, if, Paul, if Paul can work with Cody Rhodes, being that, you know, he, he bashed his throne at AEW, he can work with CM Punk. He can do his little spot dates. I feel like Punk coming out, Survivor Series in Chicago, it will be great. Mm. It'll be it'll be a nice moment. It'll be a nice moment. Here's the thing. Mm. Here's the thing. CM Punk a is nice a WWE moment. guy. The CM Punk's a WWE guy. Like he and he hates it. Like let's not get it twisted. That is this is an internal conflict that we're seeing with CM Punk. CM Punk Facts. came to AEW. Thinking, oh, here's a product that's not as crazy as WWE is. I love WWE, but I wanted them to be more than what they were being. And AEW has the potential to be that. They're not WWE. But he didn't realize that he was ingrained with a lot of the fabric that WWE gave him. That's he facts. thinks about business the way WWE does. And the reason His he left WWE as- was because WWE wasn't doing great booking. And he went to AEW and realized, wow, these guys... All right, don't have their things together because it's a new company yeah. and they're trying to figure it out. And now he's in this dilemma where he's going to be coming back to the very fabric that he thought he was ostracizing himself from. But never get him mistaken. For all you indie darlings, Punk is a WWE guy. He thinks like WWE. He moves like WWE. He books like WWE. And that's why it would be good business because WWE is finally in a space where not only is their ma- not only are their bookings good, but their business is bigger than ever. And this is a prime time yeah. for Punk to do some spot dates, keep it chill, maybe have a uh, maybe have a, a competitive with Seth Rollins, a competitive with Roman, a competitive with the, with some of the biggest stars, with Cody, and, to let, and then retire on his own terms. That's how I look at it. You know what? I, I will say this. Before we get out of the CM Punk topic, I will say this. I wouldn't say CM Punk is WWE in his heart at the end of the day, like you said. But I think that CM Punk has a very old school philosophy of what wrestling is supposed to be. And when he went over there to AEW, I think he expected to ingrain that old school philosophy over there. And he's quickly finding out that this is a locker room full of young guys who grew up on the the New Japan style. They grew up on the PWG, fast-paced, arcadey competitive everything quality over everything and, and, and he's realizing that these guys don't get the business the way i do they their philosophy on what wrestling should be is a lot different than what i feel wrestling should be and he's quickly realizing that his old school views fall way more in line with wwe's WWE. way than it did yep. over there yep. and that's just the harsh reality we will see a retirement they're control. right there with him ftr these are FTR is right there with them. They got them old school Jim Cornette ish type of philosophies of what wrestling is supposed to be in that locker room with Kenny Omega and the elite. They just want to sit around and play video games and have arcade style matches. And he's quickly finding out that 
AEW was not what I thought it was, yep. unfortunately. We'll see but that return, it man. It is what it is. We'll see. But whether I want to see it or not, we all going to be watching. We all going to be watching the Survivor baby. Series expecting him to be there. And he's not going to be there. Let's be real. If, if WWE does bring CM Punk back, it's not going to be at Survivor Series because that's what everybody yeah. expects. It's going to be at Royal Rumble. He's going to be number 30. <laughs> or some random PPO that's just going to be like, yo, what? He's going to be number 30, and he's going to get eliminated number 30. By like, uh, like Kevin Owens or something, and they're going to start that program. And we all going to tap yeah. in. Whether we of love course. CM Punk or hate him, we all going to tap in. Of course. It's been so long. When he leave, like, right. what, 16 or was it 14? It was 14. 14. 14. Dang. That's crazy, bro. But it's looking like, it's looking like that. That's wow. it. That marriage is going to happen again. The block is about to be spent. I appreciate you watching, but I need you to like, subscribe, and share one time real quick. Thank you. Now get back to watching the podcast. Yo, so joining us this week for the rundown, we got a very special guest. You've seen him in Martin Lawrence's First Amendment. You've seen him on HBO Southside. Southside. Give it up. For Chicago's own comedian, damn fool. Yeah. What up, fool? Yeah. Good with you, man. You got anything you want to plug before we get into this rundown? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, check him out, man. He's hilarious. He's hilarious. So. That said, it's time, baby. Uh-oh. What you got for us, Cooley? Oh, I, I got a whole lot, man. Hey, listen, we're going to take it back to the OG, man. You know OG I'm talking about. We're talking about Rob Van Dam. Let's let's take it to Rob Van Dam, oh. man. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He made his debut appearance on AEW a month ago. And he recently mm-hmm. just came out like, hey, I don't think, you know, WWE is going to, you know, uh, still schedule my appearance. They canceled that thing. That thing is canceled. <laughs> Is WWE being petty or nah? But, I mean, I'm not surprised. WWE is a petty company. They are the Jay-Z to the Nas. So, uh, what was he thinking? Like, are you serious, I mean, bro? Look, let's just be honest. Come on. It is what it is. Is it petty? Of course it's petty. <laughs> but if I'm WWE, I'm canceling that thing, too. Because, look, I'm not about <laughs> to have a guy on my show that's going to then bounce over to the competition and get it popping over there because I'm basically advertising they product. So nah, I, I, it's it's petty, but I'm not mad at it. And it's like, I, 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 when are we gonna get tired of like wrestlers in their 90s coming out of retirement? <laughs> like, it's like, I mean, I get it. It's one of them businesses where people stick around for a long time, but people start right. to stick around too long. When you start looking like the nigga that pick up my garbage, <laughs> like I don't need you to be wrestling no more. Like. You look like my postman. Like this is crazy. Hey, but I thought I thought he looked all right. I mean, in ring he was moving good, but like physically, man, nah, it's not. That boy look his age. (laughs) He look his age. Hey, Silver, give me something. WWE being petty or is this fair game, my brother? I mean, come on, man. You know, like what are we talking about? Like, of course, of course, you're not going to be able to show up at WWE and do your scheduled performance. I don't even know what you were thinking. Like you, you chose a side, bro. You chose a side. And now you didn't even just show up on some happy to be here. This is my guy. I took a little bit of a bump. You had a whole match, bro. 
You had a whole, <laughs> a whole thirty match. minute competitive match on their on their on on dynamite, bro. Like you no, you're not you're not coming back. We don't want you. It's not happening. Like I don't I don't think they're being petty. I think I think they are in a supposed war. I don't believe it in the war, but I believe they are in a supposed war. And they're just they're just looking at it like, yo, you chose your side, stay over there. You wrestled, you wrestled and did a little contract with them. So go back over there and keep doing those competitive 25, 20 minute matches, man. <laughs> yeah. and That's what fun. you want. Right. Yeah. yeah. Go back over there and have like I see this happen with comedians all the time. Like they'll do they'll be booked for a show some they'll they'll be booked for a show somewhere. And like you're doing a big show, you're finna get paid big money at a theater. And then you're going to stop and do Ray Ray's Boom Boom Room or some <laughs> some hamburger shack. And you're going to stop through there and do do 30 minutes. You know what I'm saying? Now you're on the flyer for that show. We don't need you on our show no more. Ain't nobody right. going to come see you over here for $50 <laughs> when they just paid 10 to see you over there. Right. Like, there again? It's business, man. Hey, it's like it's, it's all business. Like that, that, and that, we know how WWE is. They all about their business. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. They are well, I mean, not about to advertise somebody that's gonna be on somebody's show the next day. He showed he's a liability, but let's be honest. We know RBD is a weed head. He was high when he did this. High he probably ain't even <laughs> <laughs> when he got that call from Tony Khan to show up at AW, he probably thought it was Vince McMahon. He didn't know he was high. <laughs> <laughs> he was high that. He be high as hell, man. But I mean, but speaking of older people, you know, coming back from retirement or whatever and making appearances. What do you guys think about celebrities making appearance in wrestling? Because Cardi B has recently expressed her desire to make an appearance in WWE. And WWE has mutual interest. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm going to say I'm for it. Hear me out. Hear me out. Of course. Come on, man. Come on, man. Celebrities been crossing over with wrestling for years, like for the past three decades. Like, what are we talking about? She's a major superstar. Why not have her? She was supposed to host SummerSlam. I believe that was it was this year, right, Kwan? It was, was this it? year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was this year. So I mean, mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. Bring some more audience in. Well, Who hold up, to, hold up, hold up. Who tell the truth? That wops that wop stuff was kind of crazy. So I don't know if that's you know for kids. I don't, I don't know. That, hey, it's for me though. It's for the world. <laughs> <laughs> it's for me. <laughs> it's for the world. Cardi B is for the kids, just like Wu Tang. Yeah. Nah. Who gonna tell the truth on this? Who gonna tell the truth? You gonna, gonna tell the truth? Gonna tell the truth. <laughs> All yeah, right, so look. I mean, you you go ahead. You got it. <laughs> I was about to jump right. in there, but you got it. <laughs> nah, take this away. Take this away, cause I got to hear What's, your thoughts. Cause I here's y'all not gonna the thing, like, my like it depends on in what capacity they gonna use her. You know what I'm saying? Like as a host or something like that, I can see that. But like when when they start getting in the ring, it just gets stupid, man. You know what I'm saying? Like we've seen. All, we've seen many failures. There are some who come, who cross over, but we talking about people who are already athletic. Cardi B don't look like she ever touched the ball, ran a, like jogged across the street or anything. You know what I'm saying? Like seriously, like like I don't see nothing athletic about her. Now, nah, do I want to see her half naked in some wrestling clothes? Of course I do. You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? but uh, it's just it's like it's it's, it's not worth it. We all see what just happened with Snoop. That was the worst shit I've seen in my life. <laughs> oh, and one man. more person post that talking about Snoop saved the night. Snoop ruined the night. I don't, <laughs> I don't care about running the Snoop. I live in LA. I don't care about running the Snoop. <laughs> he weighed 12 pounds. <laughs> I'm just saying. That was the worst punch I ever seen. You know what I'm that saying? Was... That the, the punch 
the run into the ropes. Like, how Yo. you make running into the ropes look terrible? Like, it was the worst thing. I the mean, way he ran even... those ropes was insane. Bruh, it was, it was the worst up in a thing moment. ever. It's like Uncle Snoop, sit down, bro. Like, chill out. <laughs> you go break a hip or something. Right. I thought it was a bit though. But listen, Cardi B. We love Cardi B. I'm not mad at it from a cultural point of view. Like, I want to see all the sisters out there shining, you know what I'm saying? So if Cardi B being on the show is going to get more black people to tune in, I'm all for it. But we know how WWE uses these celebrities. They're going to have Cardi B in there beating up the women that we're supposed to take serious. Oh, like, exactly. I don't want... I don't want to see Cardi B out there beating Becky Lynch up or like smacking Bianca around. Like, no, no, no. We already, idea. not at all. We I already got Bad Bunny beating up seven foot dudes. We already got Logan Paul winning all matches. Like, come right. on, man. We don't all need. Nah, we're right. not going to talk about Logan all Paul. All right. Man. All right. Natural, yeah, yeah. Mind your boundaries, brother. Yo, yo. Your, mind your boundaries, dad. Hey. All right. Hey. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Classic <laughs> over there. Classic. Uh, yeah. That young man got some skills. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. He do. He do. Those I guys are probably. talented. All right. But Bad Bunny, though, come on, man. Bad Bunny he put on a classic. He put on a classic, though. Come on, man. Hey, any, anybody all... that'll let themselves be put through a table like that, I'm I'm with. Hey. Like, if, yeah. That was one hell of a bump. Like, for him Facts. to take that, you know what I'm saying? And, like, he folded that boy in half. Like it was crazy. He scorpioned him. It was nuts. Folded. I ain't never seen nothing. Like that. <laughs> yeah, uh, so, Folded so for, him. For, for Cardi B, man, they should just keep her as a host. I don't want to see no in ring stuff. But a host is dope. That, look, that's man. Dope. Yeah. We we look, man. I'm for Car- look. I'm for Cardi B coming to WWE and having a tag team match with Bianca Belair against Chelsea Green and <laughs> and uh, somebody else that you know. And you know what I mean? And it's fun. It's fun. Like she's gonna she's gonna do her thing. She's gonna slap a bitch. Didn't mean to curse, but she's gonna slap somebody. That's what she said. On you know, I'm I'm pulling it back to what she said yeah, on the that, internet. That is what she said. That is what she said. If I could do anything, if I could slap uh uh you know uh that that term that a beautiful I, young I, woman, that, a beautiful young a woman, stable creature. I, I would love to do that <laughs> in in this capacity, a dream come true. So I'm just saying I. I want to see it. I want to see it for a myriad of reasons, and it's just good business for WWE. I mean, good man, Cardi B, megastar. Come on, man! Like, what are we? Like, what are we? Money, money. And we all gonna watch. Let's be honest. Even if yeah, I'm hating we, right now, yeah, we, we tuning we, in. We see we Cardi B versus anybody. That's fact. For sure. That's man. Facts. Come on. What are you talking I about? need that. Hey, but let's take it <laughs> back. Like, I, let's, need <laughs> <that>. <laughs> I need that. <laughs> let's take it back to the OG. Offset gonna whoop your ass. He, 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 said, yeah, he, he is. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Offset gonna whoop your ass, Sylvan. <laughs> look, man. I, I look. I'm just saying what the people are are saying. That's all. That's hey. really it. These are not Shout my. These are not my views. I am. I am a man of the people. <laughs> I, right. Shout out to Cardi Offset. B, man. Hey, but let's let's take it back to the OGs. We just got some some cool news, man. The Dugly Boys. We were just talking about these guys uh, last week. 3D. They have reportedly signed a WWE Legends contract. And for those who don't know what a legend contract is, it's basically when, you know, you sign over your likeness for WWE to use in video games, uh, merch sales, and you make minimum appearances, you know, throughout Raw or SmackDown. They pay you up front, and that's about it. That's dope. Most legends have that contract. I like it. Shout out to the Dougley boys. I'm here for it. 
We know. know. <laughs> <laughs> probably so they signed a 360 deal, deal with WWE is what you're telling hey, me. Hey. <laughs> probably a 360 deal. They signed a, a B.O.B. deal or something like that, you know. They give it, they giving up that merch money. Man, why B.O.B. catching that stray, man? Come on, man. <laughs> all right, all right, man. Come on, man. Uh, who else? Charles, Charles, what's his name? Charleston. Who got his name? Charleston White. Tra- Charles, Hamilton? <laughs> Charles Hamilton. Wow. Charles Hamilton. Charles Hamilton. Wow, man. Wow. We talk- a Charles Hamilton name drop on <laughs> on the wrestling podcast is insane. Yeah, who man. is Charles Hamilton? I'm I'm, I'm love. He was. I want to say he was from Chicago. He was a nah, rapper back in Harlem. the day. He's from. Harlem. Oh, was he from Harlem? Oh, I'm tripping. Yeah, oh, he was just. Okay, he, was, okay. he was some rapper that like he got caught up in some 360 deal or something like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> don't they all? And now we don't know where he at. Don't they all? But, yeah, um, I, mean, I think it's sweet, man. Like that, they, they, they. I think it's a good thing for them to do to, to like play to pay the uh, legends like that because it's like we all want like all of us that still play the game. You want to play with the Dudley Boys. You want to play with all your old favorites. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm an attitude era guy myself, so you know, I'm yeah. all for it. Yeah. yeah. Say that again. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not one of now see, don't get me wrong. I'm not one of them old cats that only feel like his generation okay. was cool. You know what I'm saying? I'm not like I, I definitely can can see that these uh guys these days <laughs> are, are a lot more a lot more athletic and talented. Like it's crazy. The things that they doing, the flips and the sh- stuff they doing off these cages, it's it's ridiculous, man. For like, sure, I don't, right? I I definitely see that, but like, it's, it's I think it's dope that they still show respect to like the old cats. You know what I'm saying? That's good. That's yeah. good business. And let's good be honest, money. WWE just trying to keep them away from AEW. So they like, you know what? Let's lock them in yeah. so they can't go nowhere <laughs> else and make some appearances. Yeah. So yeah. it's smart they can go over there and have a whole career. Facts, because yeah. Tony gonna pay for it. He gonna he gonna let them do them. They want to have table matches at fifty seven years old. Hey, if people gonna watch, he gonna sign off on it. So. Sting, oh, Sting <laughs> is gonna die in the AAW like, <laughs> right? In, Sting is wild, man. Hundred, like Sting. and just won't stop. Off the top row, wow, into man. the table. It's crazy how old oh. he is and he's still going, but. That just goes to show, like you gotta show love, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Right. WWE showing love. I believe they have a uh, they have a match with Impact coming up soon. Uh, Devon mm-hmm. and Bully. Both of them. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Both, both of them. Oh, uh, Impact uh, one thousand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know, Chase, right? Right when that dropped, you know, WWE dropped them news. Yeah, WWE said they, yeah. they saw them teaming back up and said, "Nah, <laughs> man, let's make sure yeah, AEW don't that. touch that. Let me exactly. give me that yeah. smart business, baby." Shouts to WWE taking care of the uh, people too, man. That's that is definitely one company that you know. Even if you ain't wrestling with them, if they rock with you, they are gonna rock with you for life. So, yeah, for sure, yeah. For sure. I've heard a lot of good things about how they take care of people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Aside from all the bad stuff you hear, like you you hear a lot of great things about Vince, like people he looked out for in bad times and stuff. That's dope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Modern Shook Knight, I guess you know. So let's take it back to the current <laughs> news. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, y'all. Hey, let's take Come it back on, to the current news, on, man. <laughs> wow. Judgment. Anybody that want to be a wrestler? <laughs> you said what? <laughs> Anybody that want to be a wrestler? Yeah. You don't <laughs> want to worry about CEO. Worry about <laughs> all in the all video in promos. <laughs> all in the media <laughs> scrum. <laughs> Come to WWE. Hey, shout out to WWE and shout out to Vince, man. <laughs> but let's uh, let's take it back to the current news. Um. Judgment Day, one of the best factions in wrestling right now, was crowned the new tag team undisputed champions at Payback. What a match they put on. So, you guys, what Fire. does this mean for Kevin Owens and Sammy 
Is this the right move for Judgment Day? I like it. They got all the gold. They looking undefeated. You know, they're undefeated. They looking untouchable. It's amazing to see. You know, they're carrying wrestling right now, being that Roman is gone. And Facts. the bloodline storyline is kind of iffy. So I like it. I like that they got all the belts. Now I'm just waiting for a fin to flip on Damien. You get it? <laughs> get it. So, so this is funny to me. It's funny that the internet was complaining about too much Judgment Day on TV. They oversaturated. And WWE said, oh, word. Let's give them all the titles. Every title. Put it on them. <laughs> but That's I'm not crazy, bad man. at it. I, I, I like Judgment Day. I like Finn. I'm glad he finally got a title. I was hoping that it was the World Heavyweight Championship. But you yeah. know what? If it got to be a tag team title, so be it. How y'all feel about it? I want to hear fool, I want to hear Fool's commentary on this. Mm-hmm. You a Judgment Day fan? I'm I'm kind of on the fence about the bloodline light, as I like to call it. Wow! <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Excuse me, my that is crazy. Yeah. I want to hear this. Marco. It's like, <laughs> it's like, come on, man. What are, what, what are we doing? It's like I, 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 I was with I was with I like Finn. I do. I like Finn. I feel like. I feel like they 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 should have pulled the trigger a long time ago, and like I almost don't care anymore. You know what I mean? Like, cause there's so much other stuff going on. You know what I'm saying? Like uh-huh. Finn been around a minute. I like him. I wanted to see him really pop off, but it's like when he came back, it was it was so soft for me. Like it was like I I just lost interest. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't that Damn. same killer that I remember. You know what I'm saying? They took the demon away from me. It was a lot. That, you know what I'm saying? Cause like I say, I'm old school. I like all that crazy fancy fantasy stuff like you know i know he ain't no real demon but i like to see it you know what i'm saying yeah. i just i don't know I, that that with him that's my thing i love the heat that dom is getting but i can't say that i necessarily like dom you know what i'm saying like because he just i don't know man i feel like his i feel like when i watch when i see him in the ring it's just like it's it's it's, it's so robotic you know what i'm saying like it's, yeah. it's just not it don't it don't flow and i you know what i'm saying but i do like the way he playing this heel role, like he going hard with that. I I I, I like mommy. You know what I'm saying? I, I think she cool. Oh, yeah. I want to see her. I want to see her like step up, move set up, maybe a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Okay, just a little that. bit. Give me give me something else. But I don't know, man. It's just I just feel like I'm watching a repeat of the Judgment Day. I mean, of the Bloodline, just not as good. It's like you know what I'm saying? Like I don't know where they going with the story. I'm waiting. It's like. I'm waiting for the breakup and see how that's gonna go. I like Coming. him ha- with the tight with the tag team titles, and he got the the the, the, the money, money in the, in the bank, bank joint. Case, it's yeah. like so. It's almost like you let me know he's not gonna win the title. Right. You know what I mean? Like if we go with wrestling history, you know what I'm saying. But then again, they might pull that. But then it's like, do Damian really deserve all the push that he getting? Uh, Hell no. Nah. I can't I see Damien with the title. I I, I can't, can't see it. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, like I say, it's just, it's 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 still light for me. They gonna have to step it up. You know what I'm saying? It took them a long time for us to, to even get up, like everybody on board. You know what I'm saying? It took almost as long as it took for them to make us like Roman. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> so, man, so, hey. it's like there's a lot of similarities here. Just you know, you're just, not wrong. It, it just ain't all the way there. Like you're yeah. not wrong. You're not wrong. But I I can see Sylvan disagrees sylvan how you feeling you know i think that the tag team titles being on the judgment day is whatever good cool whatever like it's not it doesn't really affect me 
Like, if they have them, great. If they don't, it doesn't matter. I don't think it... I mean, I guess on paper, it rises their stock. You know, uh, it looks good. But I'm not really concerned with the Judgment Day having the titles as much as I'm more concerned with the fact that KO and Sami Zayn don't have the titles because I'm <laughs> very say. happy that they lost those titles. That is the oh, run man. was very Same mid. Here. It was very yeah. mid. It was not rememberable. We did not care. And my problem with... My problem with them having the titles is just the fact that it was only for a moment. It was only to close out a certain story, but it wasn't yeah. really to carry them on into a really great reign. And I want to see these tag team titles be esteemed <clears throat> continuously. So Judgment Day having the titles is cool to me. I felt like it was a little bit of a cop out. I feel like they're, the tag team division right now across the board in WWE is lacking. I think like there's a lot, there's a lot of talent, but there's just nothing going on. And I feel like WWE keeps putting together makeshift tag teams for me to care about that I don't want to care about. It's like, bro, I don't <laughs> want to care about. Yeah, I don't want to care about McRiddle. I don't care. I want real <laughs> tag teams. Like, the, you know what I mean? Like, what makes the Usos great was because they're a tag team. Yeah. I, give us more of that. Like, I don't want another makeshift tag team. And even though uh, uh, Judgment Day has them. It's it's just safe to me. It's just like, okay, we don't know what to do. We don't want to put these belts on another tag team that's established. So let's just give it to Judgment Day as a safe option while we figure out what's next. And it's cool. It's safe. I'm glad that they're off of KO and Sammy. But at the same time, it's not really a solution to me. I just feel like they're playing it safe. That's you know what this really sense. was? This was, this was, you know what? We had Finn lose three times back, in the, back to back to back to Seth Rollins. Yeah. So yeah. let's give him something. Let's put the tag team title on them. That's all yeah. this is, to be honest. Yeah, we need them real hey. tag teams back, man. I agree with you, Southern. Because it is too like, many. It's too many talented. Yeah, yeah. Or, or make some new, like you know, what I'm saying, bring some new, some new people up or something. If you don't want to keep using the new day and all of them, like let's bring up some tag teams from either uh, NXT or something. Because it's like right. it's like Silver said, you knew, like we all knew that that title run was like really like a buffer. You know what I'm saying? Like you knew they wasn't gonna hold them too long. And, you know, I'm I'm glad it wasn't like uh, I, I'm glad they didn't do the cliche like tag team breakup where it's, they 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 turn on each other. You know what I'm saying? I was so worried about that at Payback. I was like, oh, they fin- he, this gonna happen. But I was glad they didn't go that route. You know what I'm saying? It's like now right. we can see Sammy and Ko. You know, go after something that we would rather see. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I like the tag team. It was a good moment that made everybody hearts warm and that's fine but like i need to see ko in that tight on for running for the title i need to see sammy back in the title scene you know what i'm saying like let's shake it up you know what i mean Mm -hmm. sure i agree with all that now let's take it to uh one of sylvan's favorite wrestlers right now l a night yeah hey wwe WWE has. <laughs> let's get it. Let's get it. I, let's oh, get it. Yeah. Let's, get it. Let's, let's get, get it. Let's get it. Here we go. Okay, turn so it up. Turn it up. WWE has listed Stone Cold LA Light. Knight. <laughs> WWE has listed LA Knight as the number one baby face on SmackDown, and he is supposed to be signing a big five-year extension. You know that bag gonna be crazy. What is next for LA Knight? Hey, you already said what's next for LA Knight. What, a bag? You already said what's next for him. A bag? The the everything. Number one baby face. Uh, Biggest bag in the world. Five-year extension. Like, what are we talking about? Of course. Of course. We all know know LA Knight stole all his swag from Stone Cold Steve Austin. 
Uh, stole all his swag from the Rock. Damn fool! Please tell me something. Please tell me something. In the comedy world. He's like an attitude era fusion. Like they just, they just <laughs> took a bunch of people. They just went in the back and like rumbled through like old stuff. Like right here, you can take rock shorts. You can take stone cold vests. You know what I'm saying? Here, here goes uh, Shawn Michaels old shades. You know what I'm saying? Oh You're gonna be rock Michael Shawn. It's it's like ridiculous, man. Like, I like it's like I, I don't even I, like I love wrestling for the simple fact that people like L.A. Knight can become a big deal. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like. It, it just shows, like, sometimes you like people and you don't even know why they like them. Sylvan, you don't know like, why you like that, man. You have no idea. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Nobody does. I don't think none of the crowd do. They just be like, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, I feel like I'm supposed to say it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, I, don't, it's like I don't know if, if he's over or the catchphrase is over. Like, I don't know what to believe right now. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like. I'm really on that Miz kick. Like, this is going to be a flash in the pan. Like, they're going to sign that five-year deal and ain't nobody going to care in another Ooh. six months. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Like, unless they really do something crazy with them. It's like, you can't just have them keep running around beating up, you know, a mid-card. It's like, something got to pop. He got to, like, lose his mind and test, like, interrupt a, a, a championship match and put a hurt on somebody. I need to see some action. You know what I'm saying? I need to see some blood. <laughs> I <laughs> He got to up his end game, though. You know, his end ring is uh, lacking, so. He has uh, to up his yeah. end ring, Cooley? Bro, his, yeah. his end ring yeah. is terrible. That, that match with the Miz was terrible. I don't Let's ever want to hear y'all ever talk <laughs> yeah. about end ring. Don't ever don't ever what? bring an end ring in this in this podcast, man. Don't ever, don't ever, don't you ever in your life. Oh, We're brother. talking about a superstar. Y'all want to talk to oh, me about, oh, brother. he needs to improve his, his skill set. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if he needs to improve anything. He's number one, number one merch seller, number one baby face. This guy is is clearly, you know what, what, you know what I like about L.A. Knight? It's the like fact he's a that year old rookie. It's the it's the fact that despite the hate, despite the purest, despite despite the purest who 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 have so much to say about this guy when he was losing, when he was clearly just being bundled down to the bottom card, people still liked him. You know when he was taking when he was taking all of these losses to not even mid carders to jobbers. People still Santos were, Escobar. Santos Escobar. Bro, this guy was Santos. getting louder chants. He was getting people were upset that he wasn't winning. And it's like at some point, I can't call this. I can't. I gotta call it what it is. People really just want this guy to win. Because to me, a flash in a plan is like, is like Fandango. Well, Dan, come on, man. Rusev, Dang, come Rusev. on, man. Rusev, Whoa. come on, Quan. I'm just that's, saying, man. That's harsh, man. I, I like this. <laughs> he he kind of disappeared. I mean, but you know, but we know why he disappeared, though, man. Hey, Vince ain't respect him. <laughs> Vince ain't respect him. He said, he said a woman like that should not be with you. So you out of yeah, here? That's true. Yeah, Vince is a nutcase. Oh wow. Uh, yeah, that's that was hey, all. Yeah, Vince is absolutely out of his mind. I can't believe we all know why people why like right. L.A. Knight, man. We all know why, man. We all know. Because I know why. I like L.A. Knight. But does it matter? He's a fusion of one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, Stone Cold Steve. But why does that matter? Why does that yeah, matter so much? Damn fool! Please me tell him why. Because look, why. I know in the in the comedy world, stealing from each other is just something that y'all 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 don't condone. It's, y'all don't it's like by it's that like the big it's the biggest no no. You know what I'm saying? And it's exactly. Like, and it's like it's it's hard to protect it in the in our business because you know what I'm saying, like. You can't really copyright a joke like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, if somebody see you do it in the club and they want to take it, that's, you know, they make it to the TV first. <laughs> it's like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, like, 
with this, this is just this is just blatant. Like we we saw him steal it. We we're watching it. Like you, that ain't even steal it. He took it. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a whole other <laughs> level. That's prison type stuff. You know what I'm saying? Oh, hey, literally. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, this man. You know what I'm saying? Like I want his cornbread like, type thing. Like come on, man. Like what are we doing? Stone Cold says, oh, "Yeah." Man. No, Stone Cold says, "What?" He says, what? "Yeah." Stone but Cold goes, uh-uh. "He goes, no, no, no." But that's what I'm. It's all the same. Thing. But that's what I'm. But that's. But that's what I'm saying though. It's like we've seen wrestlers in the past take from people twenty years ago, thirty years ago, make it their own, come out. So stealing is cool because people in the past did it. I mean, what do you want me to me- say, man? I'm saying, I'm <laughs> look, I'm a, I'm a dollars and cents kind of guy. Like if it's working, like put more money into it. Like I can't, I can't, I can't control what I believe in. I can only control what people respond to. So if people Seven. are responding. Uh wait, what happened? Seven. Yeah. His move set is the rock and stone cold moves. Like it's every he don't have his own. It doesn't and to quote the great Rocky Mayavia, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You know what? You know what the Miz was? The Miz was a knockoff rock. He would come out as the Miz. He would say, because I'm the Miz and, and I'm, I'm awesome. awesome. Which was basically if you smell. What the rock is cooking. Like everybody takes things from That's a reach. John Cena came out and did That's the five knuckle reach. shuckle. That's a Mr. Fantastic Reach. John Cena came out and was doing the five knuckle shuckle, which was basically what? The people's elbow. Like, what are we talking about? I don't I don't understand why this even matters. All that matters is that the people have spoken and LA Knight is number one, baby. It just is what it is. I mean, you guys sure. can sit and, and, and complain about movesets and the lack of 20 minute, 30 minute classics. <laughs> I want the greatness. And LA Knight is great. Twenty years, baby, and we here. I mean, shout out, shout out, LA Knight. He brings yeah. he brings out my shout inner out, childhood, and he makes me relive that attitude era. So I, you know, I shout can't out to LA Knight. Real turn, though, I will say that I can't wait for the real heel turn because he they try to make him heel at first and it didn't work. But when people really start hating him, I feel like that's when we're gonna get yeah. like the real LA Knight, like the yeah, real nice. like scumbag, like wow, this guy. <laughs> yeah, he gonna he he gonna have to definitely go hard on the heel turn because like yeah. I'm more interested in what Logan doing than I am LA Knight right now. That's they nice. try to make Jeez. him a heel, but people like him. It's like Stone Cold, yeah. you know. Oh yeah, we'll Stone Cold. We'll, 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 we'll see, <laughs> man. We'll see. But let's uh let's let's talk about Gunther real quick, man. Let's talk about Gunther. This man is the longest reigning intercontinental champion of all time, man. He just surpassed Honky Tonk, man. This is insane, yo. I believe um, Honky Tonk, he was champion for a year and two months. uh, What was that? 86, 87, he beat Ricky Steamboat. That was a a nice match. I went back and watched it. It was cool. Does this this run make him the greatest IC champion ever? Uh, Hell no. uh, Hell no. (laughs) why 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 Quan? because gunther gunther is fired like we all know gunther in that ring he can go his matches are always incredible he ain't had a bad match since he been up but come on man nobody knows gunther what does that mean dog like what does that mean i have never in my life seen a honky-tonk man match I've never in my life seen Honky Tonk Man match. Honky Tonk Man was retired like 20 years before I started even watching wrestling. But I know who Honky Tonk Man is. Why? Yeah. Because he that had was... that star power. 
Yo, he carried Kawhi, that title. Kawhi, Kawhi, though, nah. And that's why hockey talk, man, the greatest. You know what you just, just say? He had that nah. star power. <laughs> he did just run and right by it. But a honky-tonk man, dog. You my know God. Just... Everybody knows who honky-tonk man is. Come on. If you if you watch wrestling, you know who honky-tonk man is. But we know why. Don't nobody know who Gunther is. But why do we know the honky-tonk man? Because he had that IC title. Aye, bro. Aye, bro. Aye, Come on, man. The greatest IC champion right, is Chris man. Jericho, man. What are we talking about? That's the greatest. Right? I don't. Is, I don't even understand. Whoever it is, it ain't Gunther. I think, I think. I think he might be on. Like <laughs> he might be on the verge of being the best. Like, I mean, Gunther. Gunther. Like, I mean, here's the thing. Nah, he, like you said, star power. Like, it's there and it ain't though. It's weird. It's like you. You feel like people like him. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody's like on his side, even though he's not even necessarily a face right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it's just, it, you, you, when you say the greatest, it's like you look at the numbers, but then you start thinking about the names. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got you to gotta, you gotta go through Shawn Michaels, my favorite wrestler of all time. Like, you know, all you Bret Hart fans can jump out a window, as far as I'm concerned. Like, when it comes to, like, real Jeez. charisma, like, <laughs> you know, there was a time when I was a Bret fan. You know what I'm saying? But, like, you got Sean, then you got Brett, then you got, like, you got Razor Ramon. Like, it's a lot of people that made that IC title a big deal, you know what I'm Ooh. saying? And some people who made the IC title Crazy. itself just that title a big deal, like a Razor Ramon. He never even had any the, the the world title, but he made you care about that Intercontinental title. The Miz made you care about the Intercontinental title, you know what I'm saying, For at, at some point, you know what I mean? Like, so I don't know, man, right. it's kind of... It's like he should be. Like I feel like the 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 way they pushing him and the way they pushing him is like they going for that. But and I want to I want to believe it. But then it's like I look at the numbers. But then I look at those names that he got us to pass. It's like I don't know, man. It's like that. It's like that LeBron Jordan it's thing. It's like yeah, that's tough. It's, that goat thing is that's a big tough. deal, man. It's a lot of people <laughs> got to overstep to get in there. Let, let, let's call us. Let's call. Let let's let's focus on the right thing here right now. You know, because I could bring up Shawn Michaels, and I can bring up you know Brett, and I can bring up, can even bring up like you guys said Scott, and it's like yeah, these guys had pretty, pretty great uh you know reigns. You know what I mean? But is it as memorable of a reign as Gunther? What huh? do you remember about this rain, though? What 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 what, what right, stuck boy, out about right, this rain boy, other why, than he's why, had why, it for a long you time? At, you're asking questions you know the answer to. You're trying you're trying Bro, to press you're trying to press the, title, the buttons. You're trying to press the buttons that I won't allow you to press because you know the answer to that question, Quan. You know that you know we're in a group chat all the time, Quan. <laughs> you know the answer to that question. Having the so, title for a long time means nothing to me. Oh, it's predetermined. It's scripted, my brother. I feel like Vegeta with the M coming on my face. I'm trying to trying to control myself, man. You know what time it is, man. You bro, the amount of classics that Gunther has had, the the, the great. So give it to me. What's the mem- what's the had. what's the great memorable moment in this title match. run? Give it bro, to me, bro. Sheamus, bro. Sheamus versus. Oh, Gunther. he beat Sheamus. Ver- Sheamus versus Gunther. God, versus- Sheamus. Sheamus versus Gunther <laughs> three times. Sheamus versus Gunther versus Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania. He Googled like, it. Bro, he th- Googled those it. two matches alone <laughs> can cement you as one of the greatest IC titles, uh, IC title reigns of all time. Let alone him breaking the honky tonk man's reign. It's like, 
it's like, bro, like at at a certain point, like, yes, I I have to give it to him. Like, it's I don't think he's a star. Like, you guys are like, I agree with you. I don't think he's a star yet. I don't think that everybody know. I don't think anybody outside of the wrestling sphere knows who Gunther is yet. But also, I mean, this guy is just getting started. And the fact that he's just getting started on this type of reign, it's like, man, it's impressive. Now, imagine if he continues to keep going, which he will, and has an even more impressive reign as a world heavyweight title or a universal title. We're going to look back at that reign and be like, yo, remember when it's all optics. We only know about the honky-tonk man being the longest reigning because 20 years from now, 20 years, nobody, 20 years past, nobody broke it. It just is yeah. what it is. The fact that he's held that. I respect that, the longevity, that, man. Uh, I respect uh, that record. It's probably the, one of the only reasons why we do know him. Now that, it's, now that he ain't got it no more, he probably won't be mentioned as much. Yeah, that's. You know, it could. You know, I don't know. We're going to see. That's facts. That's a crazy record, man. We all see. A year, a year three I, months. I'm giving it record. to him. I'm giving man, it to him. Man, shout out Gunther, man. Even though every time I see you, I think of uh, Joker. I thought you, you know, you hoop for the Denver Nuggets every time I see oh, you, man. But hey, shout out Gunther, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but let's uh let's let's switch it back to uh the Miz. You know what I'm about to bring up about the Miz, man. Oh, you know I'm about to bring up. Okay. You know what I'm about okay. to bring up. So WWE oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. is getting mad backlash for a segment involving Miz and an invisible John Cena. <laughs> what is we talking about, man? What is we talking about? That was I like this segment. He needs an Oscar. You know, for those who didn't see it, this man Miz was fighting. He was fighting an invisible John Cena, arguing with him. It was funny to me. I don't know what why everybody is up in arms about this. I liked it. What, was it everybody. funny? Was it funny to y'all? Or what? <laughs> If it's not everybody, then who is it, Sylvan? It's the IWC. It's the IWC. Everybody, man. Not everybody. That's everybody. I liked it. It was funny, man. It was. I thought it was funny. I thought it was, <laughs> it was hilarious. I understand why the IWC was mad though, because the whole the whole point of the IWC was that a lot of stuff like this happens on the independent circuit, where like a dude or wrestle a blow up doll or like an invisible person, and it goes viral, and people people people. I don't want to cuss, you know what I'm saying? But they they trash it. People trash it. So when WWE does it, and everybody's like, "Oh, this is funny," ha ha ha. It's like. Or RK, y'all don't keep the same energy when they do it, but y'all applauding when WWE does it. But I think the difference is people don't really watch these independent wrestling shows like that. So when these things go viral, there's really no context behind it. So it just looks like a dude is wrestling somebody invisible. But when WWE did it, we all know the context. We all know that it was supposed to be funny and The Miz was trying to make a point that LA Knight doesn't really exist the same way this invisible John Cena didn't exist. So I thought it was funny. People got to lighten up. It's wrestling. It's supposed to be but, fun, man. But, but also, the point is, you can't see me. So, I mean, if you don't know John right. Cena's gimmick, how do you? How is that not funny to you? So it's, it's like, an old joke. Jeez. Yeah, it was kind of clever. You know what I'm saying? But I, like I think I think the thing is that the, with... Like we we hold WWE to a to a bigger standard because they they tell us to or they say that we should you know what I'm saying so it's like um, I think I think it was just Triple H doing what he been doing which is like bringing in every aspect of the whole wrestling world like letting like even the whole thing with him running stuff now and letting people keep their names from the Indies and different stuff like that I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. he saw that same video that we all saw of dude fighting the Invisible Man. 
You know what I'm saying? When like the ref was counting, he jumped off counting. the top and knocked down <laughs> ten people. Like I'm not gonna lie, I sat there and watched that whole 12, 13 minutes of, of nonsense. You were sick, man. And was slightly entertained. You know what I'm saying? I was like, this is crazy. You know what I mean? Like just when it, when they broke the table, I was through. Like when he threw him through the table, and, and like come on, man, you can't tell me oh, that wasn't that wasn't off the chain. So it's like I think Triple H just saw what we all saw and was like, mm, let me get this couple of dollars. Let me see if I can get people to bite on it. They didn't. So we'll be fine. He's going to move on. That's facts. One thing about WWE, they do plenty of stuff that should have been had them canceled, never back on TV. We should have been gay. Oh, like, yeah. But Vince has always known what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? As much as people try to say he don't, we still watch him. You know what I'm saying? Like, the man is a genius as far as I'm concerned. Because he's, like, you see that with the different things, like, all of the people that left or that he got rid of, when you see them somewhere else, you're like, now I kind of see why he ain't want them there. Because you see them over the places botching moves and hurting people. It's like, now you mm-hmm. see, now that they're getting more TV time that they wasn't getting over here, you see how bad they really are. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like, I think, I think that was a smart move. Like, just like he saw some, he's, he's taking what he sees happening on the indies and different places like that and trying to incorporate it because people are all, you know, you got those purists who always like, this ain't like such and such, and this ain't like the oh, Indies, and man. this ain't like New Japan. And it's like, boy, don't nobody even watch New thank Japan. You. <laughs> thank you. Hey, look, thank you. I don't even know where to watch it. I don't even know thank where to watch it. Like, don't get me wrong, I would like to be a little more informed when people pop out the curtain and I don't know who they are. But at the same time, it's like, man, I, I, I barely watch AEW because it's like, I'm not going to pay $60 for no pay-per-view when I got free pay-per-views for nine ninety nine a month. I can watch as many as I want on the WWE. Right. Man, please. Yeah, got the whole library right there. You can go back I, I, and find I'm everything fact, I'm going to stop saying I'm a wrestling fan and just say I'm a WWE fan. Oh. <laughs> this is the truth. Hey, yo. Come on, my brother. <laughs> Shout out to AEW. I'm, I'm the resident AEW fan on this podcast. Shout out to AEW, but you're not wrong, man. I feel like AEW expects their fans to watch everything from New Japan yeah. to CMLL or those Mexican companies. Like, bro, we ain't got that much time in the week to watch all that. Yeah, man. Come on, man. Seven, what, you're arguing with yourself, IWC. You're arguing with yourself, IWC. You're arguing with yourself. We don't care about being fair. We don't care about how you think we should hold the regard of being in one capacity and being in another capacity. We don't care that you guys do nonsensical stuff and then WWE did something nonsensical with actual context and y'all are just upset about it. We we don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I won't even speak for anybody else. You know what? I don't care, bro. You know why I don't care? Because it doesn't matter. I feel like The Rock today. It doesn't matter, bro. It does oh, not brother. matter. It will never matter. You know why? Because at the end of the day, it was fun. It was fun, and we had context. You know what the difference is between y'all and what we do? And I'm saying we because I really do love WWE. That's right. Eyes wide open. Is because at the end of the day, there's context to the silliness and to the goofiness in this segment. What y'all do is something silly for the sake of being silly. And when people don't like it, mm. it is what it is. And when they do like it, nah. it's cool. There's context in this moment. There isn't context in the moment that you guys had Quantum in terms Jicks. of wrestling, wrestling, just wrestling a invisible so, match for the sake of no, wrestling so, an invisible match. Uh, I see. The, now that I can't agree. I feel like 
there probably is a context behind that. We just don't see the context because we, we're all we're seeing is the one small clip that goes viral. So, of course, we're going to criticize it. We don't know the context behind that. That's just and, assuming that there is the context. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, look at this right, whole. Let's say there is context. What what is the context? But what would be? The, it's probably it's probably similar context? to it's probably similar to the the Miz and the the L.A. Knight or the the John Cena thing. Like, so I'm sure a lot of people invisible. No, but I'm, uh, the thing I'm saying, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that's criticizing this whole segment that didn't really see the whole thing. They just saw clips of it that went viral on Twitter. You know what I'm yeah, saying they ain't nah, really, they ain't really watched the whole thing, so nah, nah, they ain't got I'm, the content. Nah, All they doing is the, you know, the reason I don't, you know, why I don't agree with that is because everybody knows John Cena, bro. Everybody, everybody knows you can't see me, bro. Like we know what time it is. I don't know who's wrestling that invisible match for your 15 fault. minutes straight. It might be my fault. It might be, quite honestly. But I know, I know John Cena. I know a lot of people know John Cena. <laughs> I don't know a lot of people who know half of the people who are wrestling that invisible match. Hey, maybe I'm that sorry. was hey, maybe that true, was John man. Cena in that match. <laughs> <We don't, laughs> maybe that was John Cena in that indie match. We don't know. Maybe we it couldn't was. see him. Maybe it was the we couldn't John see him. Cena. Maybe it maybe was. it was maybe it was Tony Ayo. Who knows? At but, the end of the day, no, at the end of the day, you're arguing with yourself. IWC, you know, go do That's something facts. else, man. Facts. Go watch facts. some wrestling. Yo, shout out to That's Miz, facts. man. Shout out to the Miz for that hilarious segment. Um, hey, that's all I got for the rundown. It was a great re- week of wrestling. I enjoyed it. But that's all I got for the rundown, I, man. Well, facts. Well, <laughs> big facts. But we appreciate you for that. Damn fool. We man, appreciate, I appreciate you for joining us. For having me, man. It was, oh, yeah, this, man. This was nice, man. I had fun. This was fun. This was fun. We got to get you back, you back on here. because you, Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, clearly yeah, know your right. stuff. You clearly know your stuff. Anything you want to plug before you get out of here? Say that again? I said anything you want to plug before you get out of here? Uh man, you know if you got a if you got a HBO uh, Max, make sure you check out Southside. You know you can always check me out on uh, P Diddy's Bad Boys and Comedy if you want to go back and watch some old stuff. Uh, I will be at the New York Comedy Festival this year. Uh, that's next month. So, so you know a few things going on. Just make sure to stay in tune with my Instagram and stuff like that. I'll have everything posted over there. You know what I'm saying just you know keep your boy in mind. <laughs> Oh big yeah, facts, for big sure, facts. man. Big facts. We definitely gonna tap in with you again, my brother. Facts. Man, for sure. Much love to y'all, man. Much respect. I wish y'all the best on this. Like y'all, y'all, y'all definitely know y'all stuff, and y'all got a great chemistry. So it's gonna be, it's gonna be dope. I'm, I'm looking Appreciate forward to watching you. more episodes. Appreciate, Appreciate you, man. For real, Appreciate all right, brother. Bro. All right, y'all be easy. Y'all know what time it is. The Black Wrestler of the Week on this podcast. We love to show love and give flowers to our favorite black wrestlers, both past and present. And this week, me personally, my nominee goes to none other than Prince Nana. Now, I've been watching Prince Nana for a very long time, since the Ring of Honor days when he was in the embassy with Jimmy Rave. Prince Nana's not an actual wrestler. He's a a manager. But I love that his work is getting highlighted these days in AEW. He's right now he's Swerve Strickland's manager. And yo, this dude is hilarious. Every time that music hits and he does his little dance, first I swerved and I drive, then I swerved. He be killing that. I love that he's finally getting his just due in his business. So shout out to Prince Nana. You're my nominee. Sylvan, who you got? I'm gonna give it to somebody that's pretty obvious that I feel like we don't talk enough about. Booker T. 
I want to give it to Booker T. I want to give it to Booker T, number one, because as far as I'm concerned, Booker T was one of the first black wrestlers that inspired me to think like, oh, wow, like black wrestling could be at the top of the forefront. Uh, Number two, I really want to applaud him for spending an hour going in on CM Punk as of recent. That was was a great episode, my brother. Absolutely. And uh, number three, I just love the fact that he stayed around with the company um, in WWE for so long. It just shows that his transition has always been seamless and flawless. And I really do enjoy him over at NXT and uh, and over at commentary when he's on that commentary through the PPLs. So legendary career, Harlem Heat, first dude to say, you know, Harlem he Heat. dropped the end bomb on Hogan. You know what I mean? And Go always telling you. it how it is. Five time, five time, five time. I'm giving it to uh, my man, Booker T. Yo, and he had some of the most fire catchphrases. That you used to say, save the drama for your mama. <laughs> for your mama. <laughs> Tell hey, on like neck you bones. Didn't say that. Tell me. <laughs> Yo, Booker you T's a legend, just man. Say that. Hey. I'm gonna have to go he with Silver on this one, man. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to go with Silver on this one, man. Hey, Booker T is a legend. Shout out to Booker T. You know, it wasn't a rock bottom at first. I'm gonna just put that out it there. Wasn't. It was the it book wasn't. Book <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a legend, though, man. He's loyal. He's been with the company for a long time, and also he's still with his black queen. Oh wow, Charmelle. that's black Shout excellent. Out to black excellent. Also had a legendary black TNA love, run, man. You know? Let's let's get let's oh, get yeah. both of them their flowers. Yeah, T yeah. and Charmel. Yeah, Shout and also Black man. Snow. Remember remember the Booker T's commentary. Oh my black, god, T, you gotta kick him out. Oh, Booker T, you gotta pick him out. You gotta pick him out. Hey man, shout to Book man. Shout out to Book. You don't know what we just did. If you out there, please go to YouTube and type in Black Snow Booker T, and you will you will get you will see the funniest thing you've ever seen. What a legend, man. He he really deserves right. flowers, man. What a legend. Shout, what a legend. Out, shout out to Booker T. But shout out Bye to Prince time. Nana, too. I love you, Prince. I, love yeah, you. I see you, Prince Nana. I, I see you. Now, now that we got that out the way, you know what time it is, my brothers. It's time for the Pack 'em Up Awards. Oh, we'll be man. Packing up this week. I know who oh, I want to get to. I know who I want to get to. Listen, listen, man. I, did, I, I didn't know who to give it to. So, you know. Who I always lean on if I don't really know who to give it to. Hulk Hogan, mm-hmm. he getting packed up, man. Um, I recently always. just saw it's uh, this is regular, it's regular. I don't care. But uh, I recently just saw an interview where he said, first of all, I'm packing him up for lying. He's a, he's the biggest liar in the world. He biggest lies liar. more than LeBron James. Shout out to LeBron. Hey yo, um, liar, man. Shout out to LeBron. Yeah, That's man. my boy. LeBron's a big. Um, man. this guy Hulk Hogan said on one interview he said he he wrote twelve songs in one night. For a sick child. And I'm looking at the interview. I'm like, what is this guy talking about? Like, what? What are you talking about? What? Like, and he was straight faced. Like, yeah, I just, I wrote 12 songs to honor a sick child and all in one night. And yeah, I'm like, bro, oh my God. Another lying story out this man's teeth. (laughs) I love packing up Hulk Hogan and I will pack him up every week. I don't care. Okay. I, we gotta I wonder, if he's, tro- I wonder if he's trolling us right now. I wonder if he's like, look, <sighs> I don't know. I, don't know, we, I think man. we gotta get somebody to check on him. He might have de- like early dementia or something because some stories are getting crazier and crazier. Next, he's gonna be like, I, wrote, I was there when when Martin Luther King did the I Have a Dream speech. I actually inspired <laughs> it, brother. Like, come on, man. Yeah, what brother. Yeah, Hoke, you getting this pack, brother. Sylvan, who are you packing? I'm packing up RBD. Packing you up, brother. I don't know what you was smoking that night when you put on that beautiful match, 
but it must have been something strong to think that <laughs> he was going to come back to WWE and still have your appearance. Because my guy, look, I don't know. I Look, I have no problem with what you do. I think you're still sharp. And I, I would love to see another run from you. It's as selfish as it sounds because you, you didn't miss a beat. But, man, like, you chose a side. You chose a side, and I, I, that's cool. But, you know, you can't expect to think that. You know WWE about to honor you, my brother. Like you, right? It, it just is what it is, man. So I'm packing you up. You know what I mean? Uh, I still got love for you though, but you know, got to stop smoking so much, brother. Man, yeah, man. Down, Shout out to Rob Van Dam, man. Big Rob. Bro, he had to know. He had to know that WWE <clears throat> was going to cancel that WrestleMania appearance. Like, why wouldn't it? Are you come are on you out of your mind? I don't know. When we saw him at Wale Mania, he was smoking a he was smoking a whole Yo, lot of that ganja. So he had about three blunts. blunts. He was facing them, and his girl like, was just twerking while he was twerking. hitting the blunt. I'm like, "Yo, what's yeah, going man. on?" I do love that, that he's like he was beating up homie at, uh, in uh, I think at on Dynamite while she was twerking over him. I was like, "Yeah, all right, that's good. That's good." <laughs> I he love worked. RVD, man. <laughs> that's good. Shout out to Rob. Shout out to Rob and them. Now look, I was originally gonna pack up. Samoa Joe and MJF because they had a dope, a pretty dope segment this last episode of Dynamite. But I don't like how much they were name dropping WWE. I feel like AEW relies on that too much. Where they they they'll have someone name drop something over at WWE just to get the crowd to react, and it's like, yo, it's petty because WWE not even worried about y'all. You never see AEW mentioned on WWE TV. So why do y'all keep doing that? It looks it looks like y'all reaching up to Big Brother. So I, I really wish they would stop. But that's not who I'm packing up. I'm going to let them live this week because earlier today, I got on my phone. I was on X, which used to be Twitter. I was on X. Bruh, why did I see Vince Russo? Vince Russo and Booker T's brother, Stevie Ray, are starting a podcast on race issues, and it's going to be called Black and White. Bruh. Vince yeah, Russo. I, I, I never <laughs> in my life want to hear Vince Russo speaking on black issues. This is Vince Russo. This is a man who wrote in WWE script that Ahmed Johnson should be <laughs> is it hanged or hung? Is it hung or hanged? Hung. Is it hung? He wrote that Ahmed Johnson should be hung. This, I don't ever want to hear Vince Russo speak on anything pertaining culture, pertaining the color black, Tyler black, um, black on black crime. This can't be serious. Meet the blacks. I don't want, I don't want the word black anywhere near Vince Russo. So Vince Russo, you getting packed up this week, my brother. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to listen to it. It's it's only right. Wow. I I need to know. I need to know. I need to know what that is. It's probably going to be terrible, but I'll let y'all know. 